Hello, everybody. Hello, patrons. Welcome to your monthly exclusive episode of the Old Kids Movies. And if you're listening here on the main feed, you're just getting a quick preview and you can listen to the entire draft episode on our Patreon. So if you're curious and want to know what everybody drafted, head on over to our Patreon. The link is in the description of this show. But for all the patrons, 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 patrons. Uh, we are doing <laughs> we are doing another Disney draft. I don't know if we're going to call this Disney draft 2.0, another Disney draft, the Disney draft. B-side, I don't know. Just another Disney draft. (laughs) Just another Disney draft. But when we were planning this uh, first Disney draft that we did back in, I believe it was November, uh, Trevor rightly pointed out that, hey guys, Disney's just huge. We could do multiple drafts on Disney. And I said, you know what, Trevor? You're right. So now we're doing it. It's been a while. We haven't drafted in a while. And uh, we got to draft again. It's been a while. So Trevor's here as always. Trevor, how you doing? I'm good. (laughs) I draft Magic the Gathering all the time. Congratulations. I, I don't know what that means. But joining us for the third time on the show is somebody who, when he comes on this show and he drafts, at least according to Twitter, which we all know is infallible, he wins. So please welcome back to the show from the Twists and Torches podcast and recent NBA, Cameron Barrett. Cameron, how are you doing today, sir? That's right, AJ. Three Pete is my middle name, and I'm looking to make it official today. Thank you for having me back. Uh huh. Glad to be back to defend the title. Excited for another Disney draft. And thank you. Yes, that's true. Uh, My podcast actually has been on hiatus because I've been quite busy. But now that I've completed the NBA and also I'm here on a show where I do not have to edit. And so I'm very excited about that. Master of business and master of Disney drafts and Nickelodeon draft. You know, do a Cartoon Network uh, one and then you'll get the three like the crown. (laughs) Trevor, I told you I'm looking forward to hearing your draft idea soon. Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of, of ideas, but they're not like super interesting. I think the the one that you have and a few that you have in mind are good ones. Right. And this one's good, too. I, I think it's good. So this is one where I wasn't really sure where to go with it, but we should we left a lot of categories on the table when we did our Disney draft back in 2022. So these were ones that I just wanted to get on the board. And there's no commonality, similarity among them, but they're all just things I like talking about when it comes to Disney. So. Here are our six categories for this draft episode. We have an animated TV show, which, and just to preface, everything here needs to be Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney Studios, Walt Disney, stamped Walt Disney. So no, no Pixar, no, again, per Trevor's insistence, no Nat Geo, no Star Wars, no Marvel, no like ABC, but not branded Disney. It needs to have Disney's name on it. So first off, Disney animated show. This needs to be a show that, again, was produced by Walt Disney Studios. I think like a good example of a show that wouldn't count here. I don't think anyone was going to draft it, but a show like Charlie and Lola, you know, like that was acquired by Disney by Playhouse Disney. I don't think Disney produced it or made it, but that wouldn't count. Uh, Then, of course, we have live action Disney. And again, Disney Pictures, Disney Studios. So a show like Boy Meets World, even though it aired all the time on Disney Channel, it was an ABC show. It didn't have Disney really on the name. So. That wouldn't really count. But, you know, Girl Meets World, since that was a Disney Channel show, that would count. A sequel or a remake. So that's any sequel or remake of any Disney movie ever, live action, decoms, animated, whatever. As long as it's a follow-up or a remake, it counts. A song. And again, this is any song from any Disney project ever. It can be the end credits song. It can be a theme song. It can be a song that somebody sings in a musical of a Disney musical. The only rule here is that it needs to be produced for the Disney project. So if it's, um, again, if it's a song that was produced specifically for the Disney project, it counts. If it's a song that just happened to be featured in a Disney movie, that does not count. There is direct-to-video or made-for-television movie, 
And I'll get to an exception on that one in a second. And then lastly, it's a Disney ride. So any ride at any Disney property, theme park, amusement park in the world, uh, that counts. The only other rules that we have here are that if it was drafted in either the Disney draft that we did last November or the DCOM drafts that me, Martina, and Rebecca did uh, earlier last year, those cannot be drafted here. So if you're curious about what's eligible and not just go back into our archive, see what was drafted. But, you know, for example, Halloween Town was drafted in our DCOM draft. Can't be drafted this round. A movie like The Parent Trap was drafted in the November Disney draft. That one can't be eligible for sequel or remake. But a song or something like that, like, like the song can be drafted here. Those are all of our rules. Do we have any questions from you two gents before we get started? Uh, yeah. Do you need the uh, the shipping address for my trophy? Uh, should I just, I'll give it to you <laughs> off air, but just, just making sure that you have it. No, I have my own shipping address, Cam. So I'll just send it to myself. All right. Okay. Uh, back is the hat that has all of one. our names on it. And it's going first in this Disney draft. Wow, this is taking a while. You were right, Trevor. Is yours truly. I will go first in Rigged. the Disney draft Rigged. round two, volume two, Rigged. Disney draft remake, Disney draft sequel, Disney draft 2.0, Disney draft B-side, whatever we want to call it. Second in our draft is Mr. Trevor. Okay. I haven't gone second yet. You have not. I've gone and first and third. Just, just to specify, going third, of course. This camera. You picked someone else's name was in that hat. <laughs> just, 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 just had to, to specify. Sure. You have to be sure. This is always so tough because when you start, you never know where to start. And last time I got royally screwed because I took a chance and it did not pay off. Not last time, but the time before that, I, I got royally screwed. So I'm going to go with my heart this time, once again, and the thing that I cannot live without. And I'm actually going to jump to ride. And a few weeks ago, I'm sure you guys know this, I was in uh, Tokyo Disney. And I could not leave Tokyo Disney without going on Tower of Terror. So I have no idea where this was on your guys' list. It probably wasn't on your list. And there's lots of rides I could have slotted in here as well. But I absolutely have to go with Tower of Terror. And if I didn't get Tower of Terror for a ride, even though it wasn't my first pick in the direct-to-video or made-for-TV movie, I would have moved Tower of Terror the movie to the first spot in that category so I could have had some Tower of Terror representation here. This is something that when I think of Disney worlds, Tower of Terror is the absolute first thing that goes to mind from the absolute mix of sheer terror, eight-year-old AJ Feltz going on this ride and the sheer excitement of going on this ride for the first time after renting this movie from Blockbuster over and over and over again as a child. I am very, very happy to have this. I have gone on this ride in the past three weeks, and it was awesome, even though I couldn't follow the storyline uh, very well, seeing as the narration was in Japanese. But I am taking Tower of Terror and ride. I'm not the best one to comment on this one because uh, I was too scared when I went in when I was a kid because I didn't like the the drops there in Disney World and in Disneyland. It's it's I think it's becoming the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And it was closed. It was like renovating when when I went in 2018. So I haven't actually gone on Tower of Terror. <laughs> I love that pick because I don't like drop rides. I don't like scary stuff. So not not a fan. So enjoy it, AJ, with your number Damn one it. overall pick. <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> I, I'm so happy with this because, again, if somebody took this away from me, this is, I think we all feel this way. We've got so many good options for our other choices. And this was... Mm. Yes, I had. I would have loved to have sumped for one of the mountain rides. Yes, I would have loved to have gushed about how much I love Test Track. But 
Tower of Terror, that's Disney for me, man. And I, I had to have it on my draft list. So that's, that's, that's taken that spot for sure. I've gone on the ride in two different countries. That's pretty cool. And also, it's like one of the, the rides that they have a movie based out of. So, you know, yeah. you're not getting a bad pick. First right? Disney movie ever based on a ride was Tower of Terror. It was the DJ McHale uh, 101st episode of the Old Kiss movies. Great episode if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. I really like that episode. Really? Okay, yeah. No, I thought it was pretty good. I, I just felt bad. I, I wish I said more about it. I knew, like, I wish I had more of a connection that, that you do. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have the connection. But Cam, you've never been been on this ride? Nope. I'm taking it. I'm <laughs> Very happy. good. I'll just stew and see if somebody picks the other things I want. Uh, oh, Trevor, you're up next. Uh, yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing is I, I, I'm learning a little bit about more what you two likes more. I know what AJ likes, but, but Cameron, I'm learning a little bit more about what you like and what, what I should prioritize just in case you might take this. And I, I think I'm going to take this now just because I think it is the highest chance of, of getting stolen. And I think I'm going to go with the, the live action show. I haven't, watch that much Disney. But when I did watch Disney, I would go to my neighbor's house and it was two sisters and they would throw in front of me whatever they were watching. And one of the biggest shows that they were watching at the time was Hannah Montana. And and I would like memorize all the words because they would make me and they would quiz me on everything. And I at first didn't like it because I'm like, you know, in like, I mean, either sixth grade, fifth grade, however old I am, I'm like, this is stupid. And then I'm like, all right, fuck it. This show's great. <laughs> So it's obviously Hannah Montana. Can't hate on Miley. Wow. Not even on my list. Okay. <laughs> this is such a fun draft. Uh, I, I watched, I think, the first couple of seasons, and there's, there's one episode in particular that I love. It's the episode where Lily doesn't realize that she can't sing, and so Miley <laughs> has to, like, stump in and lip sync for her. And that episode, I've, like, watched that episode in adulthood. That's a very funny episode, but... You know, I'm a guy. I thought you were going somewhere else when you talked about a show that your female neighbors liked. But maybe I'm just because I'm a couple of years older than you. That's where my mind went. Yeah, I don't you know, know what show you're talking about. I thought about. you were going to pick Liz in the Wire. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's obviously a good pick. But I, I think I take a little bit more of a wild card. The the Bone yeah. Dance episode, which is pretty fantastic. The dance, we had to sing it in science class. It. And I was like, yeah. I already know this song. Like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> I know this song. I mean, the more you say, the more I realize that, yes, I, I watched this show a good amount but i think i never saw her unmask herself i never saw her take the wig off i never watched the hannah montana movie okay like i missed like the latter half of of hannah montana but though yeah i was still a disney kid up and up through those first couple of seasons so um yeah you're you're making me realize it's it's good but it it wasn't i have five other shows ahead of this also billy Uh, ray is just charming so for me, I did have it on my list. It wasn't the top choice. I got a lot of exposure to this, and I think it genuinely is a pretty good show with an interesting premise. There's a lot of, I think, good messages for like young women specifically, but also it has its fair share of wacky characters like Hannah's brother against the manager of the snack shack or whatever it was always cracked me up like the kid, just a classic kind of like buddy dynamic. My sister was a huge fan, so I this was always on. She had multiple DVDs. She had every album. We had like a Wii game where you like went on tour and pretended to be her that I actually played quite a bit. So I think it's actually like a pretty good show, and I don't I don't blame you for picking it. I think it's a good pick. I can't Huzzah. believe Hannah Montana with three men. Hannah Montana got chosen second <laughs> in this draft. <laughs> That's insane. Cameron, you're up. You have two picks too. 
Yeah, so I'm going to go with a category that I'm very light in. And I really only have one choice of a show I genuinely like. And the others are just like, I've seen this a few times and it's okay. And so I'm going to pick uh, an animated show and another one, uh, although targeted towards young women with a strong female lead, I really connected yep. with. And that is yeah. Kim Possible, uh, <laughs> the for an agent, feisty redhead uh, with the doofus uh, guy friend who loves nachos and his naked mole rat. Um, just a, a really good show. I think that the action and the kind of comedy just was was kind of peak Disney in the mid 2000s and almost like that the quality of it was akin to the live action shows around the same time. It was it was very popular. They had like a big uh, movie event at the end of it. The romantic subplot was like hidden enough that it wasn't overbearing. Again, I think it's really empowering for the young women who watched it. Um, I did go as Ron Stoppable for Halloween once. That was a very real thing. And so I I really enjoy it. And it has a kind of a, a little bit of a special place for me. And so this is the one that it was obvious for me that this was my top pick in this category. And with the category being so scarce, this is, uh, this is what I'm going with. Damn, as my mini me, I'm sure I'm sure you'll appreciate this. I got a, a lot of jokes when I worked at a summer camp that I was only hired because I looked like Ron Stoppable. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fantastic. But yeah, th this was going to be my pick. If I didn't pick live action first, was this the one? Is this the one that is the only acceptable answer? I knew it was the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my two backups, I don't really care for that much. They were just there in case this got chosen. So I've got a couple that's of fair. great non Disney Channel original or non Disney Channel animated series that I'm excited to stump for. So I have I have another pick, right? Because it's Snake. Yes. yes, you do. All right. So this time I'm pivoting to a category I have a lot in, but because nobody's picked and it's it's right there for the taking, I'm going to take my I have multiple choices and, and maybe one or two that I would have liked to have picked. But I think the obvious choice, because it's my favorite Disney song of all time, uh, is Akuna Matata from The Lion King. Um, I love the movie. I love that that song. And although the message in hindsight is kind of wrong, it's almost like a temptation. If you there's plenty of allegories in The Lion King. People compare it to Hamlet. People compare it to the Bible. Um, this is kind of like Simba's temptation of, hey, just like be lazy and like hang out with us. And he does kind of embrace it for a time in his life. But it does kind of help him, I think, be a better king, uh, assumedly, ultimately. Uh, Nathan Lane is so funny in this. I do a little bit of a uh, Timon impression. It's OK. Um, and I've definitely done parts of this song uh, on a late night or two when it's played. Uh, just a just a great song. Uh, it makes me almost want to get up and dance, and uh, it's there, so I'm I'm taking it. I, I would say that Hakuna, Hakuna Matata. It's really about the polar opposites, right? It's all about kind of balance. Like, hey, this is him doing every like he cared too much, now he cares too little, and now he's trying to find his place in all of this. Like, he's trying to find the best balance of everything. But it's it's a whole new way of living where he's had this entire i love akuna matata that was going to be one of my picks or i was debating whether to choose akuna matata or a different song because it's my favorite song in lion king it's one of my favorite disney songs it's such a fantastic pick and song but it, it's a great moment because he he has this entire weight of of his kingdom on him and then people are just like eh, who, who gives a fuck <laughs> it's just right. like why worry man <laughs> like who gives a fuck and then he just walks like around for a bunch of years <laughs> Are you a fan of the when he was a young warthog break in the song part? The bridge? Yeah, it's it's a, yeah. it's okay. I, I prefer like the chorus. It's just like mm -hmm. kind of the catchy part of it. 
Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, just like the intro to it is just so like they just kind of like slide into it and then the chorus just comes on and you get the horns. I love it. Yeah. I really just I love the the, the montage of him growing up. It's 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 great. <laughs> Matata. Hakuna. Matata. With the drums. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. All right, Trevor. With that song, what would you like to voice. choose for your next pick? So thinking about what's next, I'm, I'm again going to try and take what I think is um, one of the better remakes slash sequels and something that I just super appreciate and super appreciated at the time and thought, hey, maybe we can make something good here. Like maybe there is a promise. So I'm choosing uh, I'm choosing the new Jungle Book for uh, remake uh, sequel, um, the John Favreau one from 2016 or whatever. And I just, you know, there's a lot of remakes and twists and, oh, now the villain is like, we got Cruella, that movie. And I just think everything's kind of not doing it super right. They're trying, they're doing different things. And what I really loved about The Jungle Book is it's basically, hey, let's just make this story. Let's just make it big and epic. Let's use all this technology we have, make it look fantastic. And let's take the time. Let's go, like, we can make it in LA, but let's take the time to make it realistic and make it safe and like really push the boundaries of animation um, and live action or whatever even you want to call it. Uh, and I just thought it was absolutely delightful. And I'm not a huge fan of the original Jungle Book. I know, Cameron, you're, you're, that was your pick for the um, like pre-Renaissance uh, uh, Disney movies, but I'm not a huge fan of it. And I really loved the Jungle Book. Like, I, I loved it so much. I wanted him to, I wanted him to win like Best Directing uh, Oscar that year. I just thought it was so such a wonderful little movie. What did you think of The Lion King? So, uh, anyone else have anything to say on the show? <laughs> yeah, Jungle, Jungle Book was definitely on my long list. I walked out of that in the spring of 2016 and just was absolutely blown away. I was like, make John Favreau make every movie ever moving forward. I think Neil Sethi or Neil Sethi, I forget how to say it, but the kid who played Mowgli was yeah. out of this world the way that he was the one practical element in all of in this entire world of CG. And it was exciting. It was visceral. I, the, I remember the musical numbers actually kind of stuck out like a sore thumb in this movie, unfortunately. I felt like they were almost like obligations to have. I want to be mm-hmm. like you. And um, what's the what's the blue song that I'm totally spacing on right now? Their necessities. They're, Thank yeah. you. I, I Both of those were just like, they felt like they were fastened in there. But everything else, I genuinely, genuinely loved The Jungle Book. And I've only watched it once, but... I would totally watch it again. It it was absolutely a contender for this this spot for me. Sounds like I have to go see that. Uh, obviously, I'm a fan of the original, but I I haven't seen the remake. And wow, uh, yeah, based on based really on these great. comments, I think I I need to get out there and and go go see it. So yeah, good pick. All right, AJ, I'm I'm gonna open it up to the group because we didn't make a ruling on this, and I want everyone to feel okay about this. We didn't say we couldn't pick more than one song from one movie. Oh, I don't, uh, would I be allowed to pick a song from The Lion King for song? That was my number one pick in this category. I've, I don't care. I mean, it's just I had it as my number two. If it's the song, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it's better if we have variety. But if you're going to be sad that you didn't pick it, that's fine. It's more just I, like, hey, let's have a bigger pick of variety. If you tell me I can't take it, if one person tells me I can't take it, I won't take it. You, I think you can, but I okay. like having a variety of like one of each because you, you said like we couldn't take High School Musical, but you could take a song from High School Musical. So maybe we should have prefaced that beforehand. And I know typically we've said like, oh, you can only pick one from each thing, but 
I don't know. What's your thoughts, Cameron? Would you have taken it first overall if you knew that that was the case, that you risked like the other song being taken? Probably, yeah. I think that it's okay, though. Like, if you're if you were that committed to it. And if you tell um, me I can't take it, I'm not going to be butthurt about it. But I, I just need it on record that I can or can't take it. And whatever it is, it is. It's okay. How about, how about, uh, yeah, if you want to take it and you can say, like, if, if I, if I, I'll ask, like, okay, if you couldn't take it, what would your pick be or something? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Well, well, guys, in that case, I, I, I just can't wait to be king. My absolute favorite Disney song. There, there's no competition. This, I even called this one out when we drafted, when, when Trevor picked uh, Lion King in the Disney draft. I'm like, my mind instantly goes to that. Because it is so unbelievably animated. The way that you have all these animals almost like forming a fountain. One on top of each other. The vocals are out of this world. And it's it's comedic because you've got Zazu in there. It's this like almost arrogance of Simba. And it's his moment of pride right before his fall as such a young character. And it's unbelievably catchy. I remember seeing this going back to the ride. I remember seeing this in the Disney Philharmonic ride or experience or whatever at Disney World. And that was one of the reasons I actually fell in love with that ride. It was because of the way that they brought that to life in such a cool, interactive way. So uh, I am going to take I Just Can't Wait to Be King. Thank you both for agreeing to let me take that. Um, and like I said, or, or like you suggested, Cameron, I will say my alternate if I couldn't get that a little bit later. But Oh, I, I forgot about that Philharmonic thing when they had like the air and stuff and blasting. Yeah. Like, that was so cool. I forgot about that. I thought you were, I was expecting Circle of Life, to be honest with you. So I, I totally forgot about I Just Can't Wait to Be King. That I, I was movie, expecting Can't Feel the Love Tonight. Like, Can't You Feel the Love Tonight? Isn't oh, it this wow. entire movie all... filled with bangers? This is the thing. Exactly. I mean, I hate I hate the Scar song. Everybody else loves I can't I don't like it. the Scar song. I don't but like, I like the Scar song. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> but the movie's full of bangers. That's That's for sure. All right, guys. Well, with, with all of that said, we are going to cut it here if you're listening on the main feed. And if you're curious what all of us pick for our direct-to-video or made-for-TV movie and what the rest of us choose for our favorite ride, song, sequel or remake, live-action movie, or animated show, please don't forget to head over to our Patreon. Again, the link is in the description below uh, or in the description of this episode, as well as links to Go See Cameron's podcast. Uh, Trevor, you have something you want to say before yes, we sign please off? Please also let us know your favorite Lion King song, and you can also include the new one from the 2019 version. <laughs> Spirit! <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time if you're listening on the main feed. <laughs>